all, I'm Deanna. And I'm Randall. And this is Raising Disabled, where we openly talk about parenting our disabled kids and the challenges and triumphs that we've experienced along the way. If you're a parent of a disabled child or have wondered what it's actually like and want to make sure everybody belongs, you're in the right place. Please subscribe to Raising Disabled to have some fun with us as we discuss the extreme highs and lows that we and our guests have experienced firsthand living this different life that we love. Please share this episode with friends and family and follow us on at Raising Disabled Podcasts on social media to be an important part of this community. everybody. This is Raising Disabled, and uh, we'd like to welcome you to our first episode. We're just going to introduce ourselves and talk a little bit about why we wanted to share this podcast with you guys. My name is Randall. I am from a small town in the Texas Panhandle, Shamrock, Texas. I live in Lubbock now. I moved here in 2006 to go to college, and I married a shamrock small town boy in 2010. We had our first child in 2016, and then we had our second child in 2021. My husband is a nurse practitioner, and I am a physical therapist assistant, and I work in pediatrics in the home health world. And Deanna and I met through similar circumstances, and I'll kind of let her fill you in on that. Okay, so my name's Deanna and I'm from Artesia, New Mexico. It's a real small town in New Mexico. And I came to Lubbock also for college. I went to Lubbock Christian and that's where I met my husband Dane and he's a pilot now, but um we have two kids. My son Cole is 11 now and my daughter Allie is 7. I'm like she just turned 7. And so, yeah, we live here in Lubbock, where Randall lives also. And so how we met is we were both in the same hospital at different times, and our kids have similar needs, which we'll talk about in the next two episodes. But someone who was a mutual friend told me about her and to look her up on Facebook because we lived both lived in Lubbock. And so that was where we met and we started talking. It was really great because, you know, when you're at these hospitals, they're asking you a million questions every day that you don't know the answer to, like which nursing agency you're going to use or which DME company you're going to use. And I didn't even know what a DME company was. And so it was just, it was nice instantly having this person who was walking the same life as me and you know, could tell you what to do. Because when your kid first becomes disabled, whether they get hurt or they're born that way, you're just clueless. Like you have no idea what to do. And so that's kind of how we met. Yeah, I meet a lot of families in similar situations online. Typically, most of the time, it's via social media groups, specific needs groups. And almost monthly, I get like a connection to someone in a similar situation and try to help support them through what they're going through at the time because it's something that typically it's something that I've already been through and try to help advocate. But then I also myself 
really seek help in this disabled world there. And so this uh, podcast is something that has been brewing in my mind for quite some time because I wanted another way to be able to communicate and reach out and share our life. And so we're we're going to talk about two different groups, not talk about, but we're going to, we really want to address topics and talk to people in a two, two different groups is kind of how we're, what we're going for, for this podcast. And in the first group is Raising Disabled. It's for parents who are walking the same road as us. And then also, you know, not just parents, but family members that may have taken over the care of a disabled child or foster families, God bless them, foster families that take in these disabled children, grandparents, you know, that are raising their grandchildren. So yeah, that's the the, kind of the first group that we really want to address. Yeah, we realize that when you're raising a disabled child, whether it's the parents or whoever the caretaker is, it just ripples out into that entire family, into all their friends. And so this is for anybody who is connected to a disabled person and wants to feel like they're not alone. So yeah, Randall asked me a few weeks ago if we would start a podcast about being a disabled parent. And I was like, sure. And I thought we were just going to plug in the microphone and start talking. It's a little more (laughs) complicated than that, but we finally got all of our ducks in a row and are ready to go. So yeah. So in this first group, we're just talking about, we're talking to the parents who are walking this road with us or the caretakers walking this road with us. When you find out your kid is going to be disabled and a lot of times it's for life. There's um, there's some tough conversations we've all had with doctors that were very traumatizing and not fun. But when that day happens, you instantly start seeking people who are like you and it feels like there's no one out there at first. And so this, that's part of why we're doing this. But we both have friends in town who have a kid with a disability And you just instantly bond with those parents because you understand your life is different than everybody else that you know. And so we're we're trying to be that for you guys, just somebody that understands and is listening. And it can be extremely isolating and lonely. Like, I don't know about Randall, but when I'm at home, I feel like this is all normal. And that it's normal to have people in your house 24-7 and it's normal to just do all these things. And then the second I walk out that door, I'm surrounded by people who don't get it and who, you know, their kids are all running around and playing and having fun and my kid can't do that. And so it's it's like you feel normal when you're at the house, but the second you step out, you realize that it's just different. And so we're here to just make people not feel so isolated and that we understand. Right. And I think it takes a while, and I know you'd probably agree with me, Deanna, it takes a while for that to become your new normal. But yes, the hardest times for me still to this day, and especially in the beginning, was being out in public as a disabled parent. So we definitely want to hit on the trauma and the isolating aspect. So that comes with a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression. And we, you know, we've been doing this since, I mean, 
2016, Diana 2020. We want to talk to people that have been doing this for decades. We want to learn. We want to learn from from our listeners. And we want to, you know, kind of share how we work through our anxiety and depression, things that have helped us along the way. But I mean, we would, I'm always willing to get some advice from people that are, you know, they're very seasoned in this life. So yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you right now that if you're listening to this and you're a disabled parent, you already know this, but if if you have a disabled kid, you've been through some things so bad. You're you're so messed up. You're so traumatized. We all have PTSD. I have witnessed things that I never in a million years thought I'd witness with my own kid. I mean, my husband has witnessed these horrible things. My 11-year-old son has witnessed these horrible, horrible things. And so, you know, we were talking about how um, before we started recording that, you know, when people are always telling us how strong and brave and tough and inspirational we are, and I, I don't know about that. I, I don't feel any of those things about myself, for sure. I feel them about Randall and others, but like myself, no. But, you know, we all have anxiety. We've all probably had moments where we were so depressed. I remember moments where I could barely get out of bed. I was so sad about what was happening with my daughter. And so we want to talk about that because I feel like there's a stigma and you're just supposed to be tough and move on and just, you know, be okay. But a lot of disabled parents aren't okay. And so we want to make sure that you guys know you're definitely not alone in that either. Yeah. I always say, you know, whenever people express their, just their support and saying, oh my gosh, I don't know how you do it. You're so strong. Like, I don't know how you do it. I, you know, that is, it is a compliment, but it's, I also always respond that, you know, any genuine human being that has a soul, they would do the same thing if it was their child. So yes, from the outside, we may seem strong, but we are very fragile because of the things that we have to live with in our daily life and the unknown. There's still a lot of unknown, which everyone in our world kind of knows that. So yeah, just some examples of things that we want to talk about. Okay. There's a second group of people that we obviously want to interact with. Um, people that want to learn more about our world and help be advocates for this disabled community. So Deanna and I, we are raising disabled, but just like a lot of you listeners, we're also parenting and raising typical children. So we we want to talk about how there's also challenges, but then there's also blessings of having, you know, a typical child and a disabled child. It's a whole you parent them differently. Like it's it's a whole it's a whole topic that's like for an episode in itself. But um, just to kind of say that we really want to reach out to people that aren't raising disabled, but that want to learn more or just have some want to have some more insight on kind of how our lives are and how how we kind of make it work um, with our family dynamic. I think like what Randall was saying, we both were clueless before we had disabled kids. I had no idea what the stripes were next to a 
handicapped spot where people park all the time. I mean, there were things that I just didn't understand what those things were for. And now I understand, you know, if you park in those spots, you could literally trap somebody in their car and they can't get out. And so we kind of, there's little moments like that, that we were, you know, clueless about before. I had no idea. And so we just want this to be a place where we can teach how to help disabled families when things are good and bad. I know people love to help us when our kid's in the ICU. They send us DoorDash. They bring us food. They offer all these things. And I'm not saying that being in the ICU is easy. It's not. But then when we go home, everyone just assumes we're great and, you know, we don't need any support. We don't need any help. But disabled parents, first of all, are just exhausted. I know Randall, like you sleep on a futon in your daughter's bedroom constantly. I'm sleeping on the ground on a mattress outside of my daughter's room in the entryway. We're tired 24-7. I mean, in a way that I could never, ever had imagined how mentally and physically tired I am all the time. But but yeah, we're trying to teach people that there are ways to help a disabled parent, even when things are quote unquote good, because our good days are harder than most of our friends' worst days of their life. And that's just the truth. And it's it's hard to hear for people, but we want to teach you guys how to advocate and make the world a friendlier place for a disabled person because I don't know if Randall agrees with this, but like the world's not friendly to disabled people. My daughter's in a wheelchair, like cannot get out of the wheelchair ever to walk. And so the world does not make it easy when you're in a wheelchair or even when you're not in a wheelchair. It's just so hard. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely the minority. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not a a purposeful unkindness. I believe it's just no. an unawareness. And so that's that's a huge part of of why we want to get a large group of listeners because just awareness is the biggest, most important aspect of uh, this raising disabled. I mean, it's it is. Yeah, I mean, I was completely clueless before. I I didn't start out working with medically complex pediatric children in my career. I worked with you know adults and orthopedic issues. So that was you know before. Before my first child, she's my disabled kid. I, yeah, completely clueless, grew up in a small town, was just not around a disabled community. And so I have learned a lot. I've had to learn a lot on my own. And so hopefully our listeners will get a little more insight and not be as clueless as we were (laughs) prior to our situation. Yeah, I think that part of this is just We want to open y'all's eyes to ways to help. And, you know, I'll give you an example really fast. The other day I was at my son's baseball game and I am pushing Allie through sand, which if you have a kid in a wheelchair, that is so hard to do. And I definitely would never recommend you pushing a person in a wheelchair without their consent because that's weird. But, you know, I had probably 50 or 60 people watching me struggle to push her through the sand. And it was a lot of people who could have helped me, but they just looked at me and smiled. And I'm sure they felt sorry for me or, you know, I'm sure they had a thought, but 
in moments like that, someone could have came and helped me and it would have been huge to me, but no one did. And it's, it's little moments like that, that you remember as a disabled parent, like this moment where a simple act of kindness or help would have really made a huge difference in our life. But people just are so intimidated, you know, by it and everything. And so, you know, we're just trying to kind of open up eyes to ways to help. And and just to kind of follow up on that, I'll give an example of pre-raising disabled. I, I kind of grew up, I don't know if it was like, you know, my parents teaching me this or just me and my personality type. But when I would um, see an event like that or see a disabled child in the grocery store or in public, my first response was to just like, look away, don't make eye contact, don't stare, don't stare. Like I knew better than to not stare, but I, I didn't, I didn't, my first response was never, do they need help? It was always like, okay, like look away, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that I know that isn't, I mean, we know that's a normal reaction, but that's also, we want to talk about, and you know, I now like when the rare person actually sees us out in public and starts interacting. I actually enjoy that. I like answering questions. Kind of my favorites whenever little kids, because they're so innocent and they'll, you know, come up and start asking questions like, what's this? What's this? And (laughs) just being able to answer those questions kind of in a kindergarten way. Like, you know, it's, it, it's honestly like, it's, it makes us feel good. It's not like, you know, and then some moms are like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, like I want, I, I love this, you know, you should listen to mom. Like, no. But, yeah, um, for yeah. So <laughs> those are just examples of, you know, kind of how we want everyone to feel like not as intimidated by the disabled community in the public. So and that's yeah, kind of going to talk about we're going to talk about how you interact with disabled families and like things that it's like what you were just saying like things not to do things that we like and that's going to be very situational on each parent but yeah we want people to know like for the most part this is how you should handle this situation or talk to this person or whatever Yeah. And so kind of in a sense, and you'll hear at the end of the episode, we just want to help everybody belong. And so it's a song that comes on, that'll come on at the end. And we just felt like it was, it, we just had to, had to end with that song because that's like sums it up. Like that's why we're here. That's why we were led to this podcast because we want everyone to belong. Yeah. So that's basically a huge summary of what we're going to be talking about with you guys. We have so many great ideas for episodes. And if you have any questions that could inspire like a show idea, we're going to be on Instagram at Raising Disabled Podcast. And so we would love for you guys to come over there and follow us. And, you know, you can send us messages or comment with things that you've wondered about disabled families or our kids specifically. And when you ask us those questions, it's going to help us decide what we need to talk about because, um, you know, we'll need your help a little bit in that. 
And we want you guys to subscribe to our podcast, obviously. (laughs) And um, if you leave reviews, that helps more people find us who need this group of people that we're going to gather up. And so please subscribe, leave a review. That helps us know what we're doing right or wrong or whatever. And I always tell people this, share this with everyone you've ever met. And so anybody can listen to this and take something from it. And if you know a parent who is raising a disabled child, please, please tell them about this because I, even if you don't think they need somebody, they do because we both feel that way. Every time I meet a new mom who is living this same life as me, I just get so happy. Like I tell my husband, I'm like, I met this new person. She, Her kid has a trach too, or her kid is on a vent too, or whatever. There's so many little tiny things that bond us together. And so, yeah, we just want you guys to interact with us because that will help us make this better. Okay. And I want to do a special thanks to Francine. She's my cousin. I'm her assistant. She is the attorney at Love Law Firm. And she basically helped us get all this set up. There's so much behind the scenes that we didn't realize we were going to need. And she's doing all of that for us. And so just thank you to her for doing that. Yes. Thank you so much, Francine. And also thanks to my cousin as well, Andrew Barefoot. He created the music that we are using for this for this podcast, the intro and outro. He is an amazing musician and we cannot thank him enough for helping us out with this. Yeah, I was so excited we were going to have real music on our podcast, so I'm excited. Yes, and the next um, two episodes, you guys are going to hear from both of us and how we started and when we started Raising Disabled and the journey that we have had so far, and we'll share a little more about our daughter's diagnoses. So if you can please download those next two episodes now, that would be awesome. Thank you so much for downloading today's episode and remember to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and stay connected at Raising Disabled Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Please leave your questions and comments there so that we can learn from you, our listeners. Before we go, I want to remind our listeners that this podcast is for the purpose of education and entertainment only and is not a replacement for seeing a doctor. We suggest you seek out the help of a trained professional for help with your child's specific situation. And remember, everybody belongs. belongs.